This podcast is brought to you by the Accredited Snow Contractors Association. With industry standards-based certification, a discounted insurance program, networking events, and legislative efforts that strengthen the professional snow and ice management industry, your ASCA membership never stops working for you. Join today at ASCAonline.org. Hi, I'm Mike Zawacki, editor of Snow Magazine. Owners and top managers of privately held companies often turn to business valuations when it's highly prudent to gain an accurate financial assessment. For example, during a partner buyout or when divvying up assets in the event of a divorce. However, while evaluation is an important business tool, my guest on this podcast says they're often misunderstood, unnecessary, or can actually be counterproductive to an overall business strategy. Patrick Ungashek, the CEO of Navis Consultants, which helps facilitate executive exit planning, outlines some scenarios when evaluation is truly needed or if a better alternative exists. been of the thinking that as a small business owner, or especially in the service industry, you can't have too much information at your fingertips about how your operations um, you know, operate or, or where you're at financially. But it is your thinking that when it comes to business valuations, there are a couple situations where you may not need one. Actually, it may actually work counter to maybe your end goals. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that. What made you start thinking that way? Thanks, Mike. It's a, it's a great question. And there absolutely are situations where business valuation is not only prudent, it might even be legally required. So you, you can't make any sort of blanket statement. But yeah, um, there definitely are situations where we've learned from our work with business owners. And you're right, you, you can never have too much information. Yet business valuations maybe, maybe are sometimes exempt from that rule, because you really got to understand what a business valuation is. A business valuation is a professional's opinion as to what that company is worth based upon the information available to have to them, which, of course, includes financial information but includes other relevant information as well. And sometimes you want that professional opinion, and sometimes you don't need it, or in some situations, ironically enough, that getting that valuation might be counterproductive for what the business owner's goals are. And we, we, we could see that in, in those situations because it's sort of the question behind the question. A business owner asks himself or maybe his advisors or her advisors, hey, do I need a business valuation? Well, before we say yes or no, let's pause and say, what's really your question behind that question? What are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the scenarios that you've outlined is uh, uh, when you're getting ready to sell the company. Uh, explain to me yeah. why and maybe why not uh, evaluation is prudent in this situation. The convention, Great question. The conventional wisdom is a business valuation is prudent because if you're the seller, the valuation will give you a realistic understanding as to what you might see when you go to market. If you're unrealistically high, it might bring you back down to earth a little bit, and it'll also help you make some decisions as you approach the sale process. I really think in that situation, it is usually unnecessary and maybe even counterproductive. The reason why getting a formal business valuation 
when you're on the verge of potentially selling the company is unnecessary is if you just want to know what realistically you might see, get an educated you know, range of what you might see from potential buyers, the business broker or the investment banker that you're working with, they really should be able to do that for you mm-hmm. without the cost, without the time investment of going through a formal valuation exercise. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, you could say it's unnecessary. But I would go so far as to even say it, it can be counterproductive because if you go out and get a business valuation, which remember we understand is a professional opinion, a very highly trained professional opinion as to what your company is worth, well, the buyers that you potentially talk to and hopefully you receive offers from, they're really, really not going to really care what that valuation says. Mm-hmm. So if you get a professional opinion that says your valuation's worth $10 million, for example, and the buyers come along and you have, hopefully you have lots of buyers who are interested in your company, but the buyers all come in at seven million, eight million, you know, maybe even nine million. It's not like they're going to suddenly add another one or two million onto their offer price because you're holding a business valuation that says ten. Right. Buyers are going to pay what they deem is necessary. So why I think it's potentially counterproductive in that situation is because it really can set somebody up for false expectations, either 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 false on the low side or false on the high side. Ultimately, if you're selling a business, what your business is worth to a buyer is what a buyer is willing to pay for it. And a formal valuation is usually not going to be viewed as being relevant. You know, you had mentioned the time and cost that go into having this done. Can you explain maybe to those who aren't, who haven't gone through this process, just what that entails with regard to time and cost? Yes, uh, great question. Evaluation typically takes 30 to 60 days, and that's if everything is moving really smoothly. Uh, people tend to underestimate how collaborative getting a business valuation is between the professional who's doing the work and the business owners or the business management leadership team. The professional can't just take a bunch of financial reports and hide himself or herself in a room and get all, and do the valuation. They pop out and produce annual reports. Typically, there's interviews with the ownership management team in order to gather data. Typically, there's a, a, a back and forth where the valuation professional comes back and says, we think we're looking at this. This is what our analysis is suggesting. What do you think? Can, you, can, we, can we talk it through? So that, that collaborative process can easily take up to 60 days, and that's if all the information is ready to go at one's fingertips. So back to your question about if I'm planning on selling the business, a lot of business owners don't want to add an extra 30 to 60 days in the process um, before they have a chance to go find their potential buyer. As far as cost, it's surprisingly all over the place. Clearly, you've got to take into account what's being valued. Some businesses are larger than others. Some businesses are absolutely more complex than others. So there's there's a pretty wide range out there in terms of what you would likely to see. Having said that, if evaluation is, and this is just a rule of thumb for your readers and your listeners, but if evaluation of a company of any size is coming in less than $10,000, right away we would say, tell us why it's such a lower cost. Uh, that's kind of the bargain basement price range. Mm-hmm. And it, they can easily go well into the five figures or higher for m- larger, more complex businesses and more situations. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is the answer is in the thousands and maybe even the tens of thousands which means it's not an inconsequential investment. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's an old legal saying about uh, don't ask a question you don't want to find the answer out of. You know, is an evaluation such as this, could you find out things that you didn't really ever intend to ask the question of? Yes, including including what this professional's opinion on price is. Mm-hmm. So you're raising another great point where be careful what you wish for and, and be careful, you know, the question behind the question, hey, do I need a business valuation? The question behind is, well, tell me why you think you might need one. So let's just talk about a couple common situations where evaluation may be the prudent thing to do, but you really got to be careful what you wish for, to your point. So imagine I've got two business partners and their relationship is at a point where whether it's a happy situation or a less than happy situation, they agree that somebody needs to be bought out. Well, if, and let's just say, Mike, you and I are those business partners, and I want to buy you out. Mm-hmm. Well, in that, and, and you hopefully want to be bought out. Well, in that situation, if we agree to have a valuation done, I want that number to come in low, and you want that number to come in high. So right away, when that valuation comes in, if, that, if I'm the person who is potentially buying you out in this scenario, if that valuation comes in a lot higher than I was hoping for and or willing to pay, all of a sudden, at a minimum, my negotiating stance with you just got a heck of a lot harder. And maybe, depending upon our legal agreement with each other, I might be obligated to use that valuation, depending upon what sort of legal agreement we have as business partners together. And the reverse could easily be true. Another very common example is if I'm talking with my accountant and considering getting a business valuation for tax purposes, usually that means I want a valuation to be low because a higher number means a higher tax. And uh, you might go out and hire a valuation expert, and you're hoping that the business valuation comes in at X, and the valuation comes in, and it's considerably higher than X. Well, the problem there is valuations are potentially subject to discovery, meaning if you ever get audited by the IRS or some other tax agency and they ask you, did you have a valuation done? You can't be dishonest. You've got to disclose that you did. And if the valuation is discoverable and if you have to disclose the valuation came in higher than you were hoping for, now you just made it harder to to get your tax bill reduced or or pay a lower tax. So there's it's really easy to come up with real world common scenarios where, like you said, you know, be careful what you wish for. Be careful about asking a question when you're not quite sure what the answer Mm -hmm. will be or what you want it to be. You know, uh, I would imagine that a valuation is a tempting uh, way for a business owner to try to track their their company's performance, uh, to maybe even use it as a benchmark for future growth. Why do you feel that this is not a smart move as well? Another great question, and another commonly asked question as well. Uh, it, 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 it's looking at the wrong thing because go back to the valuation process I described as collaborative. That's where the valuation professional is working with the business's team, management team, in order to do the analysis. Evaluation is also not entirely inward-looking. Uh, a well-done valuation is also, also has to look at the outside situation, the economy in general, the market, the industry that that company is in. Is that a growth industry? Is it an industry in decline? So evaluation has to look not only within, but it also has to look without. So if I'm a business leader and I'm looking to find some sort of way to objectively evaluate how well is my company doing and and, and as part of that, presumably, how well are my employees and how well is my team doing, 
right away we've got data coming into the picture and evaluation that is not answering the question about how well my team is doing because maybe a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Right. So I might be in a, I might be in a high growth industry where maybe everybody in my industry is growing 15, 20, 25 percent per year, and um, and as a result, you know, our company is growing as well. But that's because that's because the tide is going up and all the boats are being lifted. And the valuation in that example, in that situation, would show an ever-rising number for the, for the appraised value of the business. But it might not be because the leadership team that I have is doing a great job. It might be just because everybody's getting pulled up at the same time. Mm-hmm. So evaluation, as I said, it can be aimed at the wrong thing. Also, it, it, it may just be overkill. If you're really looking to track company growth, any company is going to have a handful of key activities that drive growth for that company. Any company is going to have key metrics that you can measure internally easily, and you're probably measuring them already. Metrics like revenue, metrics like EBITDA, your your earnings before interest taxes, depreciation amortization, which is how most people measure their, their, their earnings capacity in the company and their profits. So there's a variety of metrics and activities that the company can track internally that will much more accurately without being diluted for this necessary outside information that evaluation has to look at. Those mm-hmm. internal metrics will really answer the question that's being asked in that situation, which is, how is my team doing? How's my company growing? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a, um, for a business owner, uh, evaluation can almost become addictive, kind of like how you watch uh, a scale constantly as you're trying to lose weight. Um, <laughs> it's something, you, you know, that's easy to track. You don't have to do a lot of the work, um, but it can be disappointing sometimes too. It, 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 are, you know, have you, have you seen that with, um, you know, the, the negative influence evaluations? Yes. Uh, yes. I like the metaphor too, because I think it works really well when we step on the scale and we all have those moments where we, uh, where we cringe before we step on it. What, you, what, 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 what any one of us is really seeing is a lagging indicator, right? The weight that's reflected in the scale, the numbers on the digital display, is that's the, that's the outcome of how well are we eating and how well are we exercising and other activities. So it can be frustrating because, um, and it, it, it often takes a while for that number to move in a positive direction. And for some of us, it takes longer than others. Whereas if you're really going back to your question about tracking company growth, Rather than rather than paying attention to and getting frustrated by those lagging results, the much better way to measure whether or not a company is growing is to measure those leading indicators. In the case of weight loss, it's typically those two things I mentioned a moment ago, which mm-hmm. is how how often and how effectively are you exercising. That's pretty measurable. And then what's your how, what's your eating? What's your calorie intake? And how healthy are you eating? That's also very measurable. So your wonderful point, if I'm really trying to track my company growth, if I'm really trying to track are we going in the right direction at the right speed with the right business results, the scale is not going to tell us that. The scale will tell us where we're going to end up later. It's those leading indicators, those leading activities, which will do a much better job. You talked uh, a lot about um, seeking out alternative metrics and alternative solutions in lieu of evaluation. If I'm kind of stuck or maybe just don't have that sort of financial acumen, should I be consulting a business consultant or an accountant or maybe a a professional business manager to uh, maybe set me on the right path? Yes. 
great places to start. Um, and, and most successful business owners have deep industry knowledge. They know their companies. They know their industry, but maybe they don't have that financial background. So a business consultant would be a great place to start. An accountant would be a great place to start as well. I, I think I think to be very helpful to your readers and your listeners, it would be important to re- remember the question to ask is not just do I need a business valuation, yes, no, very often the answer is yes. As I said, it might be the most prudent. It might be legally required to do. And and for some of the scenarios we've talked about here, sometimes the answer is maybe or maybe even no. But the, the question that has to be asked in addition to or maybe even before we ask, do I need a valuation, is what are you trying to accomplish? Are, are, you, are you in the middle of some sophisticated tax planning? Evaluation might be prudent or legally required. Are you not on the same page with your business partner? Are you not on the same page with your spouse? Um, in those situations, evaluation might be helpful and it might not. Uh, really, the, the business owner who's asking himself or herself, do I need evaluation, really should try and get clear as to what purpose, what project, or what outcome are we pursuing. Then answering the do I need evaluation question will we'll get a little bit more clear. 